Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Alright, what's up? So uh this is now episode eight of Mystery Bros. Oh yeah, we're getting up there, baby. Episode eight. This episode we are gonna be talking about the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Yeah, the first colony of America. Well, the first English colony of America, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Technically, we're all English, Evan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is, you know, way back in the day. This is... uh, 16th century. Yeah, yeah, 16th century. So so we'll kind of go over, we'll give you the background about Roanoke, like how, how the whole situation played out. And then we'll talk about, you know, theories about what may have happened to this colony because, spoiler alert, uh, the colony that they set up just completely disappeared. disappeared. No one knows what happened to them. There are some clues. There were some clues left. We'll get into that. But um, I think I have a good idea of what happened. But, again, as per usual, we'll never know because this shit is just... uh, It's... It's ancient history. Correct. Not quite ancient history, but it's it's history now. So, so um, Roanoke, it basically the whole story kind of starts in 1584. All right. Uh, two ships sailed across the Atlantic from England, and the point was to set up the first English colony in America. Now, this first... Uh, Voyage with just two ships was kind of meant to just kind of like like scope out a spot, just kind of to go there and kind of figure out like where to settle. Yeah, where to settle, where was a good spot, blah blah. blah. Um, and they landed uh, on the outer banks of North Carolina, like on that like they have like an outer banks uh, rim of yeah, islands. islands. I've actually been there a lot. I used to go there in the summers. Is it nice? As yeah, it's super nice. Uh, yeah, my ex's family used to, like, every summer they would, like, rent a cottage and on one of those, like, on one of the islands. It was called uh, Topsail Island is where we used to go. Oh, nice. And it's cool. It's that super nice area, nice beaches. Super shark infested, though, man. <laughs> there was crazy. One year, we, one year I went there, there was a shark attack, like, a mile from where I was swimming that, that same day. So, so yeah, so it's it's pretty crazy. Lots of shark attacks around that that area i can only imagine back in the day probably well four years of my life was spent at college in north carolina oh, but i was nice. i was too far inland i was by greensboro high point the charlotte area okay i didn't go to the beach much but it's pretty nice on the coast i've Definitely. been a couple um cities inland it's beautiful north carolina's a great state because literally it's only cold january and february the rest of the year is just great i remember days in yeah. december in the 70s in march and the 70s it's just perfect yeah, there's only a couple months where it gets even remotely cold. But that's coming from two people who live in Michigan right now, so... Where it's, like, cold, like, <sighs> half the year. Yeah, we understand cold. Um, you don't understand cold until you live in Michigan, believe me. <laughs> so, when they landed on this the Outer Banks there of North Carolina, um, there's a little island just, on the, just inside the, the Outer Bank area called Roanoke. And they met with the local tribes there, all right? And 
they were invited by these tribes to their village, which was on the Roanoke Island. So they went to the Roanoke Island, uh, kind of scoped it out, like made peace with the with the natives and stuff. Everything was cool at that time. And then they returned to England with the news of like, hey, we found a good spot. We found some natives there. Um, we're cool with them. So we this seems like a good spot to set up our uh, our colony. And um, so the, the guy who was supposed to be the captain, the, the guy who was going to go and like command the ships and be the one to set it up was Walter Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled Raleigh, just like that city in North Carolina. Raleigh, yeah, the capital, so that's, Raleigh. Yeah, the capital is Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, baby. And um, he set up. He if you like plans. NASCAR, you fit just in. Perfect. What'd you say? If you like NASCAR, perfect place to be. <laughs> Not a big fan of NASCAR. But um, but yeah, so um, basically they they were planning to set up their colony on the Outer Banks. Not necessarily on the island of Roanoke, just kind of on the Outer Bank area. So in April 1585, well, you know what? Let's real quick. I want to bounce. I want to bounce because I feel like it's better to tell the story this way. So back in in 1584 with those two ships, they actually brought back. um, They brought back two uh, Native American um, oh, Montiel. Yeah, two Native American, uh, like basically chiefs of their tribe. Like one was the chief of the Roanoke tribe, and his name was Winches. That's terrible. His <laughs> name was Wanchezi or Wanchez. God, I sound so white. <laughs> his name was Wanchez, and he was the leader of the Roanoke tribe. And they brought him back to kind of they they wanted to come back. They they didn't like force them or anything. They just said come back to England with us. You can like meet with our queen and you can like kind of get a feel for our culture a little bit. Just so, you know, since we're going to be like near each other and they were like, all right, so they did it. And, um, Juan Cheesy was the king, the leader of the Roanoke tribe. He came back and then Manteo, who was the leader of the Croatian tribe or the Croatoan. Yeah. Yeah. Cro- not Croatian, Croatoan, <laughs> uh, the Croatoan tribe, which was just, uh, a little bit south of Roanoke. It was still like on the Outer Banks area. It was just an island that was a little bit south of Roanoke. And um, yeah, so they brought them back and they were like, we're, we're kind of like allies. Like we wanted to bring them back to be allies so that we could learn. What ended up happening was uh, Wanchez, God, I can't, Wanchese, Wanch, I don't know how to spell or how to pronounce it, but he kind of grew he didn't really like us that much. He didn't really, he kind of had a resentment for the English, wasn't a big fan of us. And he was the leader of the Roanoke tribe. And then Manteo became fascinated with us and really liked the the English and wanted to try and like cooperate and become, uh, you know, like an ambassador between the English and the natives. So Manteo was really cool. Uh, Juan Chese did not like us that much. Right. And they returned, um, then they were sent back a few, like they were, they were in England for like three months or so. And then they sent, they were sent back after that. So they were, um, they arrived back in the tribe, um, back around like 1585 ish or so. Mm-hmm. Now going back to, so are you going, are you going to the first time they settled? Yes. Yes. I'm going to get to that right now. I just wanted to, I wanted to put out that I wanted to do it kind of chronologically. So yeah, like they sense. took the, the, you know, the, the native Americans, came back to England at that time. I wanted to, to point that out. That's going to come back into play later. 
But I just wanted to point that out because I feel like it's better to tell the story chronologically than like come back. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff that I read or stuff that I looked into, they like didn't mention that until later, just because it was a little more relevant later. But I think it's better to tell it more chronologically. So that makes sense. So yeah, so at that time of the very first voyage out there, when they were just scouting out the area, they brought those two guys back. So then in April 1585, um, Walter Raleigh set sail back for America. Um, back then, I don't think it was called America, but he set, set, he set, set for sail the for the West. Land. Yeah, yeah, for the West. And, um, and there were seven ships total, um, 600 men. Oh, wow. And they had supplies for an entire year. All right, so they made the voyage. They get over there, <laughs> and then uh, their their main ship. All right, just so happened that the, that their main ship got beached on a shoal, and it was flooded. And that ship basically had like most of their supplies. All right, so most of their supplies was ruined. Uh. All right, so that was a big fucking bummer. So basically the size of the colony had to be like dramatically like reduced, reduced and it's because hard they to just do. did not have enough supplies to for yeah. 600 men. So what they did is they left um, 100 men there. All right. They stationed them um, on Roanoke and then they constructed the colony with permission from uh, Wancheze or the, the native tribes in the area. All right. Now, with that said, those 100 people were stationed there and then they were promised like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to England and then we're just going to come right back with a bunch more supplies and not fuck it up this time. <laughs> so we're going to come back with like a second wave of supplies and it was going to be arriving in about three months. Okay. So that was the plan. So the rest of the men's ship or sail back to England. But when they get to England, um, apparently the queen said no because they needed that ship for supplies back into England. So everyone was like, so they were like, fuck. Um, so yeah, so the colonists, they started to run out of food and they were, they were kind of started depending on the Native Americans to help them because they didn't know how to grow food. They didn't know how to do any of that. And the Native Americans did. But because of that, I mean, the Native Americans, like, they didn't expect to be having to grow food for an extra hundred people or something right, like that. They so, were like overwhelmed. Yeah. So it was kind of overwhelming for them. And the relationship between the colonists and the native Americans started to get kind of strained. Yeah. Like it wasn't going so great because they were like, the colonists were like, please help us give us food, blah, blah, blah. And like, natives were like, fuck, I guess we can, but like now we don't have that much food and blah, blah, blah. So it was a big issue. Um, and then the natives noticed that, after colonists uh, would come to their villages, that natives would just kind of start dying. Like they, like they would just like get sick and oh, die. Wow. And the natives started to believe that um, the colonists basically had, they, they, they called them invisible bullets. And then the colonists would come by and natives would just inexplicably die. And... Um, Obviously, we know now that was because of, like, diseases and stuff that the Native Americans just weren't immune to. You know what I mean? Um, but back then, they had no idea what that was. They, they just, mm-hmm. anytime the, the colonists would come to their villages, that natives would just die. Inexplicably. Right. So, the relationship uh, started to get pretty sour, if you know what I mean. And um, the leader of the colonists, um, 
he believed that the natives were going to attack. He just kind of felt it coming. He was like, fuck, like, they're not fans of us right now. No, yeah. They have to strain to give us food. Plus, like, they think we have these invisible bullets and we're killing their people. So I think they're going to attack us. So he kind of took, like, a preemptive strike. And he decided um, on June 1st, 1586, that he was going to attack the yep. the villages, the Native Americans. They attacked the village that they thought were, like, enemies, and they were actually friendlies. They're friendlies of Mantio, and it took a while for them to restore their relationship. Really? Okay, I didn't hear that. That was probably that probably happened at the same time, because they just decided to preemptively attack. Right. Um, yeah, so so I'm sure that, that happened. They, they accidentally attacked some wrong tribes, but they ended up really killing a bunch of the Roanoke tribes. And um, one of their uh, chiefs, uh, his name was Wingina, or Wingina, Wingina, whatever. I'm, I'm terrible at pronouncing these Native American names. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but Chief uh, Wingina, and they basically decapitated him and they impaled his head on a stake and like stuck it in the ground outside of uh, their colony Damn. as kind of a warning, pretty much. It's pretty savage, right? Pretty savage to just like just preemptively attack these guys just because you think maybe they're going to attack us. So how about we fuck them up first? So you go there, fuck them up and then just decapitate their chief and put him, his head on a post out there. That's fucking crazy. That's some pretty savage shit, dude. Back in the day, people were pretty savage, man. Native Americans were kind of savage, too, man. They would, like, scout people, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, life was pretty fucked up back then, huh? Right, life was different than we know it now. Back in the, yeah, back in the 1500s, man, like, that shit was way yeah, different, 15, huh? Yeah, 1516. So then, um, about a week later, a week or two later after the, the attacks, um, there was a large English fleet that was sailing down by kind of, like, South America, and they they kind of they swooped up and dropped by the colony, um, and realized like what was going on, that there was a lot of tension there between the natives and the English and the colony, and basically everyone in the colony and the ships kind of just decided like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We, we shouldn't be settling here. Like we've made some issues. Obviously they attacked like tribes they were they were supposed to be friendly with. That probably caused some issues. Plus yeah. they attacked the Roanoke tribe, killed their leader. Like that was just. Things were not going great for them over there. So they decided to abandon the colony and go back to England. So right. they got on those ships. Yeah, so so they evacuated um, the whole island, and they accidentally left three people behind because apparently they couldn't find them. They were, like, out, they were like out doing, like, I don't know, scouting, trying to hunt in the Fishing. woods or something. Yeah, something like that, and got couldn't find them. And they they left three people there. Supposedly they, those didn't, those... they didn't send like a quick text, like a group yeah, call, like, like, hey, text bro, message. Like, where you at, dog? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they, they they basically just like we're like, oh, guess they're not here. I guess they're fucked. <laughs> God, this sucks. Should check the group chat. Yeah, yeah, right. Should be paying attention. A little bit after they evacuated from the colony, uh, a supply fleet showed up. Um, in Roanoke to try to because they didn't know that they had evacuated, so they showed up to give them some supplies. Realized, shit, everyone was gone. So what they did was they decided to leave uh, fifteen men on the island to guard the um, to guard the fort that they made. Yeah, and that's when they had the complications at the fort when they left them there. 
what convocations? Like, like the, little did they know that the natives are waiting for them in the bushes. Oh yeah, yeah. Those fifteen people. Yeah, I don't think that they made it. Right, those fifteen people. They died. didn't make it. They found out when they came back. Yeah, they didn't later. find us out till later. But yeah, those fifteen people um, did not survive. They, they. they I don't think killed. they probably didn't know that that the tensions between them and the Native Americans were even no. happening because yeah. they showed up after everyone left. Right. So they're just kind of just left there. Damn. That was. Dude, why would you agree? I guess, like, things were different back then. Like, 15 people was maybe a lot. But why would you be like, yeah, I'll just live here on this remote land. Sounds paradise. Sounds like paradise. With just 15 people? I don't know. That just seems like that's not going to work out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but, yeah, so so then... They get back, the, the colony gets back to England, the, the original hundred people that left. And, you know, it was, it was a little while, like, they get back, they're kind of like, damn, that sucks, that didn't work out. Um, but there was a dude named John White, who, he was a painter, and apparently he was really into the, the colony, he wanted to try again. He really wanted to try and set it up again. Um... So he basically, he persuaded Raleigh to try and attempt to do this again. Second um, attempt. This time, they would include women and children, which apparently they didn't have very many of last time. They wanted to try and, like, literally start, like, a new, like, colony, like, a new city, a new town there. So they were like, we're going to bring women, children, men, we're going to bring everything, and we're just going to start, basically, like, set everything up. So, um, in 1587... Three ships uh, led by White left for Roanoke, and they were gonna getting ready to try one more time. <laughs> Maybe the third time's a charm, right? <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's interesting, man. Like people that just Raleigh, dude. Raleigh must have sailed back and forth between England and like and, a and bunch of times. America so many. Like he must have spent years. Worth of his life just, like, on the ship, getting back and forth. So you did. It's a seven-month voyage. It's not like today where you take six hours and you're in America. Yeah. It's like a three-month, three to six-month voyage. Dude, that's that's crazy, man. And, I mean, back then, you could die very easily on that voyage, right? Like, that's, yeah. not, a, that's not a guaranteed thing, you know? So it's just kind of crazy, like that he, they would just keep doing that. You know, once or twice, like sailing over there, once, no big deal, sailing back, I get it. But then he just kept going back and forth. It's like you're just playing, like, Russian roulette. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that point, you're just playing Russian roulette with your life. You're hoping that the seas, you know, are forgiving and, and let you make it. Pretty crazy. But, so, um, so they sailed off. Um and the original plan was to try and start the colony a little bit further north on this area called uh, the Chesapeake, uh, Chesapeake Bay, which was up a little bit further north, up around like Virginia area. But, um, but basically because Roanoke was determined not to be the best location, right. you know, I'm sure that the tensions between them and the natives probably was a factor in that. Definitely. I could yeah, definitely it was definitely that. a big factor in that, but also probably be just, I, I think like, the land wasn't quite as good for like crops and stuff right, like that. So I they were like, 
Yeah, so they were like, we're going to try and set this up a little bit further north at the Chesapeake Bay area. But um, there was a Portuguese, uh, he was basically like a master navigator is what they called him. Mm -hmm. And his name was uh, Captain Fernandez. And he was basically like more respected by the crew and everyone than White was. Because, and why wasn't he the leader? I don't know. He just, he just White was the was the guy who got the ships, and you know he procured everything. So he was the leader. But everybody respected this guy Fernandez way more than him. And Fernandez was like, "No, I want to set this shit up on Roanoke." Not really sure why. I don't think they ever they didn't really explain why. But Fernandez was like, "Nah, I want to be on Roanoke." So, and and White basically was just like, "All right, whatever," and agreed. <laughs> so they decided they're just going to go back to Roanoke once they got there. Um, and, yeah, like we said earlier, when they got there, there was no sign of the 15 men that they had left there before. Well, there were signs of what they found. A pile of bones, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they found a pile of bones, um, which was, you know, the remains of a couple of them, I guess. Yep. Usually Both not a good sign, huh? Nah. Yeah. Means that relationships didn't get any better during. Yeah, the it means time they didn't patch there. things up really with the natives, huh? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, when they get there, they see the pile of bones, um, and things. They realize very quickly that things were not peachy between them and the Native Americans. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure just a few days in of being there, um, a colonist named George Howe was attacked by natives and he was shot with 16 bow and arrows and then his skull was caved in damn yeah i heard another instance where a fisherman was attacked and they were like the colonists were afraid to like leave the fort at that point they just wanted to stay where they uh, set up base yeah yeah things were not great between them and the native americans it's kind of bad because you're sharing an island that where the other group hates you exactly yeah so it's, it's not, not a good setup best, so it's like no, you don't want to just go play in the woods. Yeah, it's not a good setup. It's kind of like Corona right now. Like, you have to just stay inside. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, so there was just all this tension, man. Why wouldn't – I I just don't – why wouldn't you go north Chesapeake like you wanted to and avoid this conflict between the natives? You know, I just don't get that. I think there were complications um, – of geographic and what was better for farming was probably better at Roanoke. I think no, that, that, no, that's the reason they chose Chesapeake. I, I heard they chose Chesapeake because they wanted a place where there where there'd be friendlier relations because they've strained relations with the Roanoke tribe. Okay. So that's why they chose Chesapeake Bay, but Roanoke was a better spot. Yes, that's what, I, that's what I heard. Okay, okay. I did not read that, but that that's probably true. Yeah, because it just seems like a dumb idea to go back to Roanoke when you know, like, what's going on there. Man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so so things were bad. George Howe got fucking messed up, got killed two days in. White reached out to Manteo, who was the leader of the Croatoan yeah. tribe, who was really fascinated with the English and was was had a pretty good relationship with us. Yeah, I guess we accidentally attacked one of their colonies back in the day but i think that they patched things up like they were cool about it manteo man like i wonder why i wonder what he liked so much about the english to like have take us back after we had already like attacked his tribe and like 
I think I he was just know. fascinated by the culture and yeah, how yeah. far advanced they were and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was he was really interested in that. He liked us. So um Manteo uh told them that it was the Roanoke tribe that had killed the fifteen men that they left. Oh really? Well, actually apparently he killed two men, which is those pile of bones, and then the other thirteen men fled. But no one knows where they went. Never heard from again. Which happens a lot back in the day, man. You know? People just if you yeah. flee a spot and like something it's just like you're you're you could disappear. And there was no cell phones, there was no internet, there was nothing to, like, track anybody. It's just, what an interesting time. Definitely. No no way to be tracked. No, it's so weird. Back in the 16th century. Yeah, things were probably crazy. I'm sure it sucked. But I'm sure there were some interesting, cool things about it. But, um, after about um, a month or so, Fernandez and White returned to England um, with the intention of bringing back more people and supplies. Right. Now, go ahead. And there's also been um, some speculation that White was actually forced out by the colonists because he had the bad relations with the Indians. Yep. So they were asked, so they're like, you need to like just leave so we yeah. can fix this. I heard that as well. White wanted to stay. Yeah. But they were basically like, dude... These Indians really don't like you. You fucking murdered, like, you murdered them pretty hard last time you were <laughs> yeah. here. You, like, decapitated their leader. Yeah, I don't think they're a big fan of you right now. They're not happy with you, bud. So if you leave, maybe you we like can kind of... better, yeah. yeah. maybe we can kind of negotiate with them be like, listen, we're sorry. John White sucks. Like, we get it. Like, stop killing us, please. Yeah. So, so John White was forced to leave, but his daughter, who had just given birth to his granddaughter had to stay there, yeah. right? So he basically had to leave his daughter, his granddaughter, and go back to England and just hope that everything was all right with them, which is crazy, right. man. Crazy. Um, I don't know if I but would he thought. That. I think John thought that would be, like, a quick trip. Like, I'll be back in, like, nine months. True, true. They planned later. to be back, like, right away. Yeah. Like, they planned to leave, grab supplies, come right back. Right away at that time in, like, half year. Yeah, it was, like, a year, you know, like, a year. But still, that's not super long, like. No. So, um, they returned to England, and they found out that the English and the Spanish were kind of at a war. Correct. And, right? like, White, the boat, like, he wanted to, like, s- uh, sail back out, and the Queen was like, no, I need this boat to fight the uh, Spanish Armada right now. Exactly, like, exactly. I need all the boats in the Navy. Yeah. Like, she said, I need everything here, and basically... She said no ship was allowed to leave England until the threat of Spanish invasion was, was, over. was over with, right? So White's probably like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> White's probably like, gosh, shit, really? Yeah. My, my family's back there. Like, what about this, you know, 300 people? Like, what I'm about sure he people? was tempted to, like, he probably saw, like, a rowboat somewhere and, like, maybe I should no, just. No, you're not making it across <laughs> the ocean in a rowboat. No chance. Um, and how many? It was like 150 people, right? That were left there. Yeah, it was about 150. So it was like 110, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a decent amount this time. We, we could say the uh, guy to girl ratio was like 47 to 17. Like, was it? It was bad. It was pretty bad. I yeah, you're right. I think I remember seeing that. It was like 
70 percent men <laughs> yeah. but they still that was more than the first time i'm pretty sure the first time they barely had any women or children this time they wanted to bring some more women and children so they could kind of start a colony they could you know make more people, that kind of that's thing. kind of sucks like would you want to start a new colony and you realize there's like 90 guys and 10 girls? I know, right? That sucks. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the ratio was not great. Um, but then getting, getting back to White. So they were basically, he was basically stuck in England for three, three years. years. Yeah. So back in 1590 was finally when he was allowed to return to Roanoke. So um, he sails back over. And when he gets there, all he could find were some footprints and then the letters C-R-O carved into a tree on the on the bank. Right. Outside, right? And when he left, he said, um, if the <coughs> tribe should go anywhere, they should like leave some kind of mark to indicate where they're going. Exactly. That's he wasn't super surprised because yeah, like you said, he told them like, if you guys need to go anywhere, leave us some sort of sign right i don't know why they couldn't just like write a i guess because carving into a tree means it's more permanent than like mm-hmm. writing a letter or something i guess i get that and where but you they couldn't carve hand. they couldn't carve like the whole sentence like hey we decided to move to go to here but apparently um what white asked like you put a cross on top of where yeah you're going, put a cross over and he, it and they never did that well, i heard i heard that he told them to put a cross over it if they were in danger had to leave like that was the symbol for like we're in oh, danger i heard they had to put a cross to symbolize where they're going oh the name. Huh. what i read was yeah i'm not sure who's right here but what i yeah what i read was that he told them to put a cross if if they were in danger and like were forced out so that way he would know and since there was no cross he wasn't like super worried because he assumed that they weren't in danger but so once they kind of like went further in and they saw they got to like where the the fort was um they found out like the entire fort was abandoned um so actually it wasn't there so that's that's the- I heard that there was still some structures there but everything was like ransacked there was no like no there was nothing no structures there really? anything that's the uh, thing that's what kind of starts this whole um mystery about it cuz there's no evidence that the colony even was even there that's the thing. The four, all the houses were gone. Okay. So that's where the theory, that's where all the speculation comes in because, like, there was no trace. Hmm. And that's why they have a hard time explaining that it was, well, we can go into all the theories, but they have a hard yeah, we'll time explaining, like, all the ransacking because, like, there's no, there's nothing there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that, that makes it even a little more mysterious. Um. They also found the word Croatoan right. carved into a post uh, out by where the fort was or the fort used to be. So right. At least that's a full word, you know, which, okay, if, if you're asking me here, right, they carved CRO into the tree, Croatoan into the post. They were still cool with the Croatoan tribe in, one, in Manteo. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty obvious that they just went down to Croatoan. Right, right. Um, and like, they even said they left chests. They actually left some chests behind in Roanoke. Um, just stuff that John White thought they were going to collect later. Like they must, like oh, they must come back for the stuff. Uh huh. And that's why he wasn't n- nervous or wasn't very terrified when he wrote the journal entries that he did back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he believed. 
uh, this meant the colony went to Cro- went to the Crotone Islands. Right. Like he was pretty like, oh, okay, I guess he wasn't like surprised or like sad or, or confused. No, he, he just thought like, that's where they left. Yeah, he was basically just like, he was like, oh, okay, so this just means that they went to the Croatoan tribe, and, right? Or you know, no big deal. And he also thought that because like the way everything just was gone, so he thought like they all must have like took out all the houses, took all the forts down, like repacked it yeah and just took it with them yeah here's the problem though when their plan they he said okay then i guess we're gonna go down to Croatoa and meet with them there but what happened like the ships something happened with the ships so the first time was the weather that they couldn't make it there and that it wasn't John White's ship. He was aboard of the captain. And their yeah. main task is they're more pirates. Their main task was to ransack um, and get Spanish. They ransacked Spanish boats. Okay. That's so so that their main goal wasn't to find this tribe or no. find this colony. He just kind of hitched a ride. Yeah. And then when they get down there, find out the colony's not there, they were like, eh, we don't really care that much. Yeah. We're going to go find them. So, That's not our job. It's not our yeah, mission Yeah, we're not too worried about that. Right. So, man. So, at that point, I guess... John John White just turns back, right? He right. just turns back and which goes is back kind in. of like which why? is kind of crazy, dude. Like, if you look at a map, right? I think it was only like how far was was Croatoa from Roanoke? Was it maybe like a hundred miles at the most? Yeah, something like that. Not even that far. Like, I almost maybe would have just like hiked it there or something. You know, like yeah, they weren't gonna take you. Like yeah, like you're just gonna be like, oh, I guess. Oh well. Oh well, I guess his his daughter. And granddaughter that was just born before he left, like he's just going to be like, oh, oh well, I guess I, I guess I'll never see him again. That was life back then, I guess you know. And actually, there's a journal entry that says when he got back, like I would devote my, I wish I knew where the tribe was. I'd devote my whole life to it. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah, he was he was proud about it. I mean, maybe maybe it wasn't as easy as just like hike it there. You know, maybe maybe it wasn't quite that easy because you probably needed a boat to get there. Yeah. Right? I don't think you could. I don't think it was. It's another island, yeah. It's another island, so you'd probably need another boat to get there. Plus, back then, out by yourself, out in the wilderness, when there's tribes around there that want to kill you, I don't. Maybe, maybe he made the right choice. I just don't. Ah, man, I just don't feel like I could just give it up like that. Yeah, but I think where it gets a little interesting is is like it sounds like what we've just been talking about. Okay, they just went to Crotoa and uh, Mantio helped them out. But there's just so much wrong with that because when Jamestown was established like a couple of years later. Hold on. Are you going to get into theories? Because we're not there yet. Not getting into theories. I'm just saying. Okay, go. That when Jamestown reestablished that the uh, Roanoke Colony never attempted to make any contact with Jamestown. What do you mean? They've never made, they never attempted to make contact with any, with any, with the English again. The the, Roan, the original Roanoke yeah. colony, yeah, yeah. They never made. They made never made any attempt. And it's funny thing is, well, according to them, how did they even know Jamestown was there? They wouldn't know. But they wouldn't know. But like you would think, so that's after, not surprising. No, it is surprising because back then, there's just because there was no colony set up. There was the English traveling through all the time with like boats and everything, with boats traveling through, and especially with like the Spanish around, um, that they could. If they wanted to make contact with another colony, they could make contact, like just make contact with the English. Yeah, but they could. But uh, but it was it wasn't that easy though. They, when you're the one who's isolated, it's hard to make 
for, you know, you, you need someone to come make contact with you. But over the years, you would, you would figure out that you're not the only one there. You can just talk to other they native They were, servers. though. They were the only ones there. They were there long, at the time. time. For a long, long time. Jamestown wasn't established until, this, until like 16-something, right? Jamestown, I, I, I heard, was established around 1600. So that's like 15 years after they were set there. Yeah, yeah, 1610 was when Jamestown. So that's like 25 years. Like that's, you know what I mean? Right, but they never tried, to make, any con- they never tried to make any contact with anybody. You know what I'm saying? How? How would they? They never did, though. Because they can't. Because they couldn't. But even if they had children, their children's children were never... You would eventually heard that there's a huge salem in Jamestown. Maybe, maybe like, 20, 30 years later when... Yeah, I mean, Jamestown didn't even, like we said, didn't even happen until 1610. And then for them to hear about it, I don't even know how that would happen. Because Jamestown was way far north. That was up in, like, Virginia. Yeah, but I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think it's that weird that they never. Well, they said in the, that it's kind of strange that they never okay. reached out. They never reached I out. I guess. I guess. I just don't think it's that strange that that never happened. Well, you, if everything was perfectly fine with that colony, eventually someone would have heard about them, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, that's that's the story. There's really not much more to it. So we'll kind of get into theories now, and we'll kind of we'll start debating that kind of stuff. Um, I th- I guess more. Well, I'm not going to really get into like theories. What I'm going to do is kind of get into like evidence of certain things. Okay. Do you have something you want to talk about? Well, I think the, uh, one of the theories that was suggested by the people, uh, actually who accompanied, uh, John White was that the Spanish ransacked, uh, Uh Jamestown, that they, uh, that they took over Jamestown and they just killed all the colonists. Um, there's Jamestown or Rono. Oh, sorry. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Roanoke. Roanoke. Yeah, yeah, Roanoke. Okay. okay. They tried to take over Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Um, th- except the huge downfall of that is there's no evidence of any struggle. Yeah, there's no, there's evidence, no evidence of that. that they they, yeah. they just a crow theory. and crow a toe into the trees. Like. And no Spanish have ended. Had, there's no records of them ever like r- r- yeah. ransacking or anything doing like that. Nothing yeah. like that has ever come I'm out. I'm sure that's a theory, but there's not much behind that. No. Um. So here's some some evidence in the just basically some some evidence for things that could lead you in different directions. So in 1607, John Smith uh, set up the colony in Virginia where we were just, where we were just talking about Jamestown, and um, Indian chief um, named Powhatan. God, I'm the worst at pronouncing these <laughs> names, man. Uh, I'm sorry funny. for Native Americans out there who. Are like you fucking idiot! You sound so stupid. It's Pow Powhatan P O W H A T E A N Powhatan, and he was the chief of the tribe in the in that area. He he claimed that that they went and massacred the Roanoke colony, and that um, there was only like a few survivors, and they were kind of like scattered. They kind of just like ran off, scattered. No one ever heard from. Um, but that's also hard to believe because there was no remains ever found. Like, like we said, and there's no struggle. Yeah. There was no remains ever found, no struggle. And, um, and also people, people apparently said that John Smith was kind of known for rag, like embellishing things. So people don't know how credible that story is. It's also worth noting that no serious efforts 
of trying to locate the colony had been made until 20 years after it was gone missing. Yeah, nobody so, like, really, England didn't really care. England didn't really care. Like, that's kind of like the vibe that I got. Like, yeah. They just didn't really care. Yeah, no one really investigated much into, like, any of this stuff, really. Um, because, honestly, if maybe John White actually went to Croatoan, they might have been, like... But we don't know because he never made it there. So yeah. it's kind of hard. And once 20 years comes around, you don't know what happened. I know. It's crazy. Um, there was also a colonist in Georgetown. His name was George Perry. And he claimed that there were a lot of Native Americans that had really pale skin, uh, blonde hair, and gray eyes, which was not uh, very common for Native Americans. So... He kind of you know, inferred that maybe the colony just kind of like assimilated into the natives, like the native tribe, and just, you know, started like you know, having kids with them, that kind of stuff. And like they, you know, joined the tribe. Yeah, basically just joined the tribe. Um, um, I think the hard thing is of that just to believe. Um, if that would have happened, they would have probably killed off like a majority of the settlers just to like feed everybody and everything. Yeah, which is po- you know you never just know. Possibly just leave the women and children um, to reproduce. One thing that's that's that is kind of a knock on that is that apparently we didn't know back then, but um, albinoism was a little bit more common among Native Americans than it was for English. So that's what that could have been. It could have been like albino Native Americans. Or it could have just been like some English dude in the 1500s who just fucked a Native American. Like, yeah, that could have happened too. Like, I'm sure like there's been a lot of, you know, mixing. That's not just Roanoke. Yeah. Um, so. Um, another thing. Back in. 1709, there was a, a dude named John Lawson who uh, and he met, he was over in Virginia area and he met with uh, the Hatteras tribe. Okay. And the Hatteras tribe is the tribe that is on the land, the island that was formerly known as Croatoa. Mm-hmm. So this is basically like the Croatoan tribe, but like way later, like 100 years later. And Lawson said that some of the Hatteras tribe claimed that their ancestors were white and could read. Right. And this was like a hundred years later. So that is a big indicator that the, the Roanoke tribe basically, or the Roanoke County basically like assimilated with the Croatoa, the Croatoan tribe. Was it the Croatoan tribe who went there though? What? They said the same Island. Yeah, no, the Hatteras Island in 1709 it was called that the, they were called the Hatteras tribe, but that was basically the same. It was the Cro, it was on the Croatoan Islands, So they were the same Indians. It's just, it was so long natives. I'm sorry. The thing I heard about that, um, is if that happened, like Mantio wasn't in control of the tribe. So they said, they said if they assimilated, um, they probably have to like go farther inland just to feed everybody. Like it would just be a lot. Possible. Of- yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's so many like little breadcrumbs, little hints here, but there's no like solid evidence or anything just to really support much. Yeah. Um, later, way, way later in 1888, 
Um, there was uh, some natives uh, that were basically they were trying to um, they were trying to receive like some help from the government, and they claimed that that they were um, they are the remnants of a lost colony way back in the day, which a lot of people think that was growing up. Growing up. Um, but again, none of this stuff can be proven. None of this stuff. It's hard. You can't just prove. Yeah, like, we DNA. didn't have like DNA like testing back then or anything, so we couldn't just prove that stuff. No. Um, so all this stuff is is intriguing, but it's just it's never it's not proof, and there's no never going to be proof. So that's kind of how it goes. But um, the very the last thing is: Have you heard of the Dare Stones? No. No? I've not heard of the Dare Stones. Okay, so the Dare Stones. Now, um, these were found in like the 1930s. I think it was like 1930-ish. It was multiple like big slabs that were found in that area. Now, the guy who found them would, wouldn't say where he found them. <laughs> and they were, but they were found in that area of North Carolina. And they claimed to be, he claimed that they were written by... Uh, I forget her first name, but her last name was Dare, and that she was the daughter of John White. Mm -hmm. Okay, and on the stone, she she basically like explained like what happened that they had to leave. Um, She she basically described that uh, as soon as White left, they were basically like a bunch of people got murdered by Indians, and they were forced. The rest of them were forced to leave and go um, go down to. or go inland, just go inland and try and find a set up a colony there. But so there was about ten stones found eventually, like over over time, and it turned out nine out of those ten were proven to be fake. Mm-hmm. All right, but the original one, the original one that was first found, um, it's still there's still up in the air about that one because. It it checked out as far as like the like the the carvings on the stone matched like the time of the stone, and that would have been like really really hard to do. You basically would have to um, you would have to chemically age the carvings to get it to match the age of the stone or the you know that mm-hmm. time period. Which back in the nineteen thirties, that would have been like really tough to do mm-hmm. to, to use to chemically age. Not that it would have been impossible. But it was very tough to do back then. I don't know if many people really even knew how to do that or anything like that. So that original stone could still be could be real. And that was the one, and the original stone is the one that really explains like that they were murdered by the Indians and had to go in. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's like, you know, whether you want to believe that or not, I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible for them to have chemically aged it. You know, people in the thirties weren't that stupid people, you know, and what are they claiming the stones are for? They're claiming they were written by, uh, John White's daughter. That she explained what happened. So she explained that they just got, she explained that they got like, like murdered by a bunch of, like a lot of them got murdered by Indians, like right after John White left. And then the rest of them went inland. But, 
No. And so, but Croato was does no, nothing. Didn't say anything about Croato or. I know. I, I know the big theory is that it was just natives again who just like killed them on that island. Yeah, I mean, it, you ask me. I feel like it's it's almost a done deal that they just went to Croato. I don't understand why. Because the the tribe itself has it's never come out. Yeah. And no contact has ever been made. Like that's the big thing. The Roanoke colony has never tried to make contact with anybody on the on the outside world. Yeah. You would think they would try. They can't. But Evan, you think they would try. How? Huh? How? You don't think the natives knew where the white people were settling? You don't think they, they knew? They were where- the only ones. Right, but for like the first ten to fifteen years, they knew back then they that there were more coming. You're talking about like twenty years later. Yeah, like you try, like you. I bet most of the colonists were dead. People didn't live that long back then. I know, but you still had women and children. Like I'm sure some reproduced and still had the colony. Like there's still people of the colony left. Yeah, but they were probably kids. When they, when things started, when England started settling, like when other colonies started settling, and then when they grew up, what were they going to do? I don't know. Never reached out. No one ever claimed that, oh, I was a kid of the grandson of person who, who uh, the grandch- grandchild of person who started growing up. Nothing like that's ever come out. Yeah. Maybe they all got killed eventually. Maybe they moved, went down to Croteau. that's a big theory. I mean, I personally don't think they made it to Croatoa. No. Um, this might have been where they intended to go. You think they all got killed? They might have all got killed, or they just, like, ship. I feel if the weather was so bad when John White tried to go, um, they probably tried, and they got caught in the storm and all died. Think, My two cents. Of you this. think they tried to, like, build a boat or something, build a ship? That's, that's the only way you get there. Bad weather. I think building a ship was pretty tough, though. I'm sure people could do it, but natives definitely didn't know how to do it. They, they used, like, canoes and stuff. I don't think they ever built, like, big ships. So it would have had to been settlers there. A big thing is some people think the uh, first zombie acomp- uh, apocalypse was uh, Roanoke <laughs> Island. And the uh, evidence for that is that there was some cannibalism on that island. Yeah, there's... Yeah, there's like some evidence that there was some sort of cannibalism. It doesn't necessarily okay. The zombie thing is fucking stupid. Maybe, maybe some people died and they were like, "Hey, there's some meat here. Maybe we should just eat this." And they ate them. I don't think that's too crazy. But that explains how they all vanish without a trace. You just eat. You just eat until there's one left and eats himself. They all he eats himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rough one but but that is think a, about it our first and only zombie apocalypse apocalypse happened on an island and that's why it didn't spread because it was all kept on that island and the world doesn't know that it happened and it was contained we did the right measures good for us then you know we yeah. stopped the zombie apocalypse <laughs> huh? hey. it's a wild uh, out there theory uh, yeah, that's that's actually a legitimate theory. Some people say that the, the Roanoke colony was became zombies, and they I don't understand it. I didn't look too much into it because I didn't want to give it too much. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a better chance that they got beamed up by aliens and eaten up by uh, 
There we go. By uh, zombies. Alien time. Man, we're almost done with this episode, but we <laughs> snuck some aliens in there, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a big mystery, you know? No one really knows what happened to them. We never will. I tend to think that they just they just went down to Croto and assimilated with the with the tribe. I think that makes the most sense. I just I have a hard time believing that just cuz there's just no they've never made any outside contact. I can get behind I can totally get behind what you were saying where it's like maybe they tried to sail back and got like died on the way or something, you know. It's just that some there's a few different Why wouldn't they come back for the treasure they left on the island? They left treasure on the island? Not tre- uh, some of the belongings they left, they stacked them. Um, is it that important? If they were going to get... If, would you go back like for some shit if you knew you could possibly just get murdered by the Roanoke tribe for just going? I'd say fuck it. I'd say fuck that shit. We don't need it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, it's a really crazy story. It's obviously a big mystery. No one's ever going to know. Um, but I think it's interesting. One of the it's first mysterious uh, thing to happen in America. And I mean, I just think that I think it's less mysterious than people think. And it's really just a product of the times, you know, back then communication was bad. You well, John White should have just fucking gone to the island. Like, I know. Why didn't John White just go to Croatoa, dude? <laughs> Like, the mystery could have been solved right then there. God, I know. Like, they could have been there, or they could have not been there. I read that John White died in 19... Or, he died in 1593. Yeah. So that was only, like, a few years later. And he just never tried to go to Croton. Well, you know, he might have, but he, he got back to England in 1590. And he died in 1593. So it's like, he didn't really have much time. He might have been. I wonder how old he was. I didn't look into that. No. I mean, you, people died when they were in their 30s or 40s back then, right? Right. Life expectancy was Life expectancy was way lower. Yeah, much lower back then. He probably died of, like, yeah, the we'd cold. Be, we'd be almost <laughs> at our peak yeah, yeah. of life. He probably died of, like, fucking sniffles. People died back then from, like, <laughs> very, like, common and very beatable diseases today, so... So yeah, it's it's you well, know the magic it, bullets. That's us giving diseases to Native Americans yeah. that they were not immune to. Yeah, that they just didn't have immunity to because it was brand new to them. Right. Roanoke is is crazy. It just it's. I wish again, just like everything. I wish we could know, but we never will. So, um, with that, that's Unless pretty much all the information that we have. Burial sites somewhere. Yeah, I mean they've never found any remains. No. Anywhere. Um. So so yeah, it's it's a mystery. But um, we've got some some time here. We could probably do a little uh, a little quick conspiracy, as per the usual. Um, since you know we're in quarantine here and we have nothing better to do, we might as well just kind of pop out some podcast materials. So, North Sentinel Island shit. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about North Sentinel Island. Huh? Yeah, it's kind of stay into the uh, tribes. And yeah, not- well, yeah, we'll stay with like the. Old school colony theme yeah. that we have going on here, and um, so the North Sentinel Tribe is pretty crazy story. I mean, looking into it, just you know, it, it's it's really interesting. They're the only ones in the world right now that don't know that coronavirus is a thing. <laughs> yeah, so North Sentinel Island is 
An island. Um, it's in the Indian Ocean, right? It's off the coast of India. Yeah, it's actually not that far. Um, it's not that far away from India, and it's like a small island that apparently it's only fifty kilometers away from another island that is like a modern has modern. Yeah, cities it has a big and city and everything. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a modern city, but apparently this North Sentinel Island. Anytime that anyone. That as far as we know, for the past like hundreds and hundreds of years, anytime anyone has ever tried to go there and contact them, they're just met with with hostility, and the the North Sentinel tribe just basically starts shooting at them with like bow yes. and arrows. So we think it's like started to get like why they have some of the hospital uh, hosp- like what do you, not hospitality hostile yeah totally different than hospitality yeah the opposite <laughs> pretty much um how they got into like kind of like being so hostile against outsiders is when the british came one of their methods was they would take their tribe leader and try to like assemble uh, like assimilate them into assimilate. their culture so they would kidnap them and then they kind of show them the uh, british ways and they would take them back to the tribe telling them that they're not all that bad and they've taught me this and that uh-huh. but while they did that both of them died. So it's kind <laughs> so of hard fixing. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard fixing relationships after that. So they basically just kind of learned that like people that come to the island are bad. Anyone yeah. other than us is bad. So we can't pinpoint that's the only reason they have animosity towards yeah. the outside world, but that's like probably a factor that's been a story that's been passed down. Like, hey, these white men took two of our yeah. leaders and we never see them again. According to like scholars and stuff, we believe that they've been on that island for tens of thousands of years, which is crazy, man. And I mean, where they're at right now, like they're still apparently they're still like in the Stone Age, right? Like they don't have they fire. don't know how to make fire. They don't even have fire. They can't make fire. They can't. That's they how, can't light a blunt. <laughs> they have no ability to light blunts. I wonder if they have any drugs. Like if they have any like psychedelic like <laughs> drugs that like grow on that island or something that they've like that they use. I wonder yeah. like recreationally. That'd be interesting. Or do they even? Do they even think like that? Is that just like a modern I mean, way of thinking? People used to think, yeah, people were doing drugs thousands of years ago. But it, they didn't know. They weren't like, hey, let's do some drugs. It was like, they were like, eat this plant and it makes you see the world. You know, that type of shit. Like, they, like it was spiritual. I went, yeah, I wonder. So maybe they do. But um, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like, so they, they think they've been on this out this island for tens of thousands of years. And like, there's some interesting ways or reasons why they think that. Apparently, like... The sea turtles in the area are scared of them, like won't go near that island. And supposedly in other areas, they've learned that it takes a long, 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 long time for sea turtles to be able to like be scared, be scared of an island and pass that down to generations. Because sea turtles live a long time. Sea yeah. turtles are like they live hundreds of years. I think they can be like 100 years old. They can live past so, 100. They can live up to 150, yeah, 200. Yeah, sea turtles can can live a long, long time. So it takes a long time for them to pass that kind of stuff down generationally. Um, so, so yeah, they, they believe that that they've been there for a very long time because the sea turtles are scared of them and won't go near them. Right. Um, also, like, the language that they have. Like, apparently there's other tribes on, on the surrounding islands around them that have been contacted and... They've many times they've tried to take people from these tribes and and um, bring them with them to try and make contact with the North Sentinel Island. It never works out. But apparently these these other tribes, the languages are so different that they can't even like communicate with each other. And that takes a long time for 
a language that started off similar. Yeah. Or language for, you know, they've been be isolated different. on that island for long time. So there's 60,000 years on that island. They've just basically all of modern history has yeah. just been settled on an island. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, they, they don't know. Apparently, like, they have, like, bow and arrows and, like, spears. That's, yeah. like, the, that's pretty much the technology that they we have. We think there's 100 to, to 400 people on that, but we honestly don't know. Because yeah, we really have no idea. We've tried to, like, fly over and take pictures and stuff, and there's a few. Like, if you go on, on YouTube, you can see some footage, but, like, it's, very, it's not very much, and it's not very good quality because it's older. And it's actually illegal to contact them, right? yeah, because you, of the because they're so hostile. So in um, well, it's not necessarily. I think it's it's more to do with the fact that they they aren't immune to like the disease and stuff that we. The have. Indian government be, doesn't care about that. They just care about that they don't want <laughs> citizens or anybody from the outside getting killed by these people. I get that. I get that. But it's uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure that when they say it, they're like because we want to keep yes. them safe from like diseases. But I totally get what you mean. They're probably like, we just don't want anyone getting killed by them, so just stay away. Um, but yeah, it's illegal to go to that island. I think it's just crazy how they're only 50 kilometers away from a modern city on the other on the island that's next to them, and they just don't even know it. They don't even care. They don't even try and like sail. They don't even. They don't I guess care. all they. I guess apparently the they've tried to make canoes there, but they're just like for really shallow water. Like they don't even try and like leave the island or yeah. anything. I think they Crazy. just don't care. That's not part of their. I guess it's not their way of thinking. They thought it's not the part same of their culture, way. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just cool. But what do you think they think about when they see like a plane or helicopter? Dude, I don't know, man. That's crazy. Like, do they think it's like? Do, you think, do they think it's a monster, some some crazy being, it, or do you think that they like just don't even know? So they start shooting arrows at it. Because apparently, every time we've tried to like fly over, they just start shooting bow and arrows, dude. Yeah. They're not happy about it, shit. Like, so there's a funny there's a, there's a story back in uh, 2004 when the uh, tsunami hit the area. Um, a lot of islands and a lot of people were devastated. Um, so the Indian government went to check on uh, the South Sentinelese people to see North if Sen- North Sentinelese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, North Sentinelese people to see if they're uh, see if they're still there and everything's good and. Um, the reason why we know that everything's good and everything's dandy and they somehow knew to go uphill, yeah, which is a surprise. None of us knew. Um, they were greeted with uh, bow and arrows shot at them to the <laughs> helicopters. That's how they knew that they yeah. were alive. They're like, oh, yep, they're shooting at us. Yeah, yep. They're apparently fine. That's, apparently <laughs> that's their MO, right? Like anytime anyone tries to get near them, they just start shooting bow and arrows. Yes. Right? They just, yeah. They're just a hostile, hostile little group of people, you know? And the five nautical uh, miles surrounding the island was created back in 2006. Two fishermen um, sailed too yeah. close down, and they got brutally killed. And when the uh, helicopter tried to pick the bodies up, they were shot by bow and arrows. Yeah, they never got to recover the bodies, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that's, that's one story. The two fishermen that accidentally came too close and got murdered. And then there's uh, in 2018, was it, or 2017 or 2018? I think it was 2018. Um a missionary, an American missionary who wanted to spread the word of God uh, went over there and uh, he was like, oh, I'm just going to go over there and talk to them about God and I'll be fine. But they they killed him. They killed him and apparently they saw his body. Like some people saw them dragging his body on the beach and then so they, they kind of confirmed he was dead. But then when they tried to go in there and get it again, they couldn't, right? Could never recover the body. No, man, that's crazy, dude. These people are just savage. They're they're uh, back in the eighties. A boat 
was actually stuck there. Um, it got stuck on the uh, ledge, oh, yeah. and they had to get and they had to fend off like the Indian inhabitants for like a couple hours before rescue came because they were like coming with bone back. Really, man, dude, they're just so hostile. Like, relax, <laughs> you know. I wonder why. I wonder like, there's like nothing attacks our. Yeah. I think also like it scares them. Like, what what are we coming on? Like, you know, how are we visiting them on these big boats? Yeah. Um, and they did like some mission trips in the nineties. Well, that's did- happened to a lot of tribes where like when we make first contact with them, they're like, Oh my God, what is this? But they don't start shooting at us and I trying mean, to, that's know? the thing. We don't know why they're so hostile. Yeah. Like, why are they so mean? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of failed attempts back in the nineties of uh, trying to get them to, trying to contact, them. trying to contact them, doing like friendly stuff, bringing like, you know, what's worked around the world yeah. when you like find tribes that like, have never made contact with the outside world. You know, they've done, put experts in there back in the 90s, but everything they've done has failed. They just, like, come back and, like... Just no matter what, you're greeted with bow and arrows and spears being thrown at you. Like, no matter what you try. You, they, they won't... And they don't try and communicate with you at all, right? They just start yelling, and then they start right. shooting bow and, and arrows. The only success kind of they had was in 1993. They, like, shook hands with one. Really? And they were, like, doing some coconut exchange. The kids were laughing, but apparently, when somebody said something, something, and then like they like brought their arrows back out, and they kind of had to back off. They didn't shoot them right then there, but they were getting like. Really, that happened. Yeah, that was only one incident. Wow, I didn't I didn't see that anywhere. So it was in '93. Oh yeah. Wow. That's, That's the only pretty thing. crazy. So they actually did make contact in a way, like they they yeah. shook hands and stuff. But only with the children, and then the adults. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, it was with the children, and yeah. then when the adults came by, they were like, get the fuck yeah. out. Okay, okay, I get that. That's a little shady. I'd be scared. Dude, that's scary. It's like, mama, don't don't mess with the cub, you know, when Mama Bear comes around. That's kind of, you know? No, no, so, like, they, they weren't, the adults saw it. Like, they allowed these children to come, like, oh, shake the hands. Oh, okay. I guess. Okay. So, what make, so this is kind of what baffles them, because they could see... Um, doing that, that they're not trying to be harmful in any ways. Like they were not portraying harm, and they still were aggressive, which means they're a different types that they've never really known. Yeah, they're just yeah, they're just really aggressive people, dude. That should be a new way of like banishing people, like send death right. Send them to, to North Sentinel <laughs> Island. You're getting banished to North Sentinel Island. Death send, dude. <laughs> That's what we should fucking do. Dude, all right, so, like, some piece of shit goes and, like, murders a little girl or something. Okay, your sentence is you're going to North Sentinel Island. You're just, if you can survive, you can survive. So yeah, you can swim to shore 50 kilometers away. Great for you, but. It's only 50 kilometers. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, I think that people could swim 50 kilometers. But you'd have to know where apparently, to swim. Apparently, though, yeah, one, you would definitely, you would have to know where to swim. And apparently the waters around the island are very, like, rough. So yeah. maybe you couldn't. Yeah. Maybe you couldn't. And like, I think distance wise, you could, but that'd be hard. That's, as dude, that's far 30 as, miles, dude. That's, I mean, it's possible, but, but with choppy water, with really rough could you waters do it, and Evan? stuff. No, fuck no. I couldn't do it. I don't even know which way, which way 50, like you couldn't see the shore, right? So like, you didn't know which way. If your life depended on it, maybe you could, you could make it happen. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's just not, it's not impossible. Is yeah. What I'm saying. It's not impossible. But, 
That's what we got to do, dude. From now on, any, <laughs> instead of the death sentence, just, we're just going to drop you off in North Central It's going to be a game show. We're going to have, like, drones with cameras on you. Oh, my God. That's such an America thing to do. Like, turn a, a, a uncontacted tribe into a fucking game show, like, reality TV show. Yeah. Can you survive North Sentinel Island? Like Survivor season sixty-five. We're going to North Sentinel Island. Still no survivors. <laughs> yeah. The first season where someone actually might die, like in real in real life. Dude, yeah, I mean that's it's just funny, man. Like it's it's so it's so it's it's really interesting to me. Like I wish that we could we could go like we could just go look, you know. I don't even want to like make contact or anything. I wish like you said, like, why can't we just, like, fly some drones over there and see what's going on? Evan, should we do that? Us? What are we going to do? Like, fly some drones. We're going to pay some fishermen. We're not going to go to the island. We're going to go, like, within a mile. And then you're gonna, we're just going to fly. You need a really nice drone, then, because those the usually the, the like, the you, distance is not Do you know, like, what, what publicity we could get, Evan? Just show them, like, the island. Just map out the island. Because no one's been on the island and survived until the how about it? Well, we can map it out just by looking at it from the from aerial view, right? It's so lush, but we can't see like we can't see what's yeah, like rivers and stuff. But we can just see yeah, it's just yeah, it's very dense, it's, right? It's, it's very, very dense. dense it's a very dense forest. Yeah, we don't know what's on that island. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's probably nothing Other than much. The people, we don't yeah. know what's on there. I wonder what, if there's any weird. Like, I was gonna say aliens. <laughs> I was gonna say aliens. Of course. I wonder if there's any weird animals on that island. Yeah, 60,000 years, they've been secluded right? just as much as... That island has been completely secluded for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. I bet you there's some like weird animals on that So what we do, Evan, what we're going to do is we're going to take a drone. We're going to put some remote control cars so the drone's going to drop the cars and it's going to just scour. And then, no chance, dude. Those cars will get stuck in like we're, a dude, second, They're going to have to be... We're gonna have, cars gonna, will get stuck in a They're going to have to be like... They'd have to be like tanks. Or what you're gonna have to do is gonna get one of those small drones, and you're gonna have to like make it try to fly through the forest. Ooh, that's tough. But if you could do it, you would make history, bro. You yeah. could map out that island. But isn't it illegal to be within five nautical miles? Of yeah, that so, we, so we'd already so be we'd have to do it secretly. We'd have, we'd have to do it secretly. Yeah, but I wouldn't get any. Would you be scared? I wouldn't be. I would be scared to get closer than a mile. Ah. <sighs> I wouldn't. No, I. I just would be scared to land on the island. I. I think if you were like a few hundred feet out, you'd be all right. They're not gonna like you come wouldn't. Out just, there. Like you don't think you, could you think they could hit you from that far with a bow and arrow? I don't know how far could they hit. I just. I just wouldn't want to look over. Like, hey, what's up, man? Dude, listen. These dudes don't even have fire. All right. Like, I can only imagine the bow and arrows that they're using probably aren't even that great. Like, I bet you they can shoot between a hundred and two hundred feet. So we get 500 feet? I think if we were, like, 300 feet away from the island, we'd be all right. They'd probably notice and start, like, yelling and shit like they do. But... So you, you and Carrie would go, like, you would go uh, in within 300 feet? Yeah, I would. I mean... You'd be afraid of, like, some... I mean, I wouldn't because it's illegal, but, like, if, you know, if we were allowed to, yeah, I would. I, I wouldn't be afraid being, like, that far away. They're not... Like... In the videos, it shows, like, there's there's a bunch of videos of people trying to contact them and stuff. And they, they basically just, like, stand on the shore and, like, jump around and, like, yeah. like yell stuff and then start shooting bow and arrows. They don't really do much. They don't, like, try and come after you. They don't try and get you or anything. They're just trying to scare you away, it seems like. So, 
But it's crazy, man. It's weird. It's like, it's just a totally uncontacted tribe out there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wonder, do you think they think planes or like helicopters are like animals are riding? Do you think that's what they think? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's that's the thing. Like, that's what I was wondering. Like, you think that they think, like, those like helicopter stuff are monsters and stuff? Or do you think that they realize they're machines? I don't know how you could comprehend. Like, I don't know what you could, if you're not used to it, I don't know what you could comprehend, you know? I don't know. Apparently they have, they, they have some metal from like things that have washed ashore. So they probably think like. Yeah. It's probably from the boat that's stuck there. They've yeah, actually, that's right. Yeah. A boat. Yeah. A boat was stuck there from that, from the fishermen. Yeah. Right. And then, so they've, they've gotten metal from that boat and they use it for their bow and arrows and stuff. Probably. Yeah. So, or the, the arrows, not really use it for the arrows so like they kind of know what metal is so maybe they just think that that's a flying boat basically maybe and then they know from the big boat that was stuck there so they probably explored that big boat pretty yeah pretty pretty thoroughly back in the 80s so strange man it's crazy it's i wonder what they think of the, i don't and i wonder why they're not curious to like i know why they're so explore. mean and they just all they want to do is sit there on their island they don't want to check anything out there's like get anywhere. the fuck up. Maybe there's something very powerful on that island. Maybe there's like legend through like that's been passed down from thousands and thousands of years that are like if you leave the island you'll get killed or you'll die and like protect this island. It's it's <laughs> all you have type of thing. Like who knows? Maybe it's part of like or Evan. Maybe they're guarding something. Maybe maybe that's why they're so hostile. Maybe they're like kept with a secret. What they got there, I wonder what kind of crazy thing. They're like, you got to defend your life. If anything comes close to that island, you got to shoot it down. I mean, let's be real. If we wanted to go on that island and get some shit, we definitely could. I mean, yeah. If we didn't give a fuck and we were like, yeah, we could for sure just go there, kill them all. and take Obviously. Yeah. I wonder why we haven't like, even like just tried to like, Shoot up in the sky and be like, like, yeah, show like, us shut up. the fuck up. Like, let's, let's just be cool yeah. here. All right? <laughs> like, yeah. We're boss here. Yeah, like, yeah, like, let's just make it real quick. <laughs> we're the boss here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if they want to be so hostile, why can't we be a little hostile? Back maybe they'd just, be like, maybe they'd be a little threatened by that. They, of course they would, but like, we'd we'd be like, calm down. We don't want to hurt you. We just want to like figure out what's going on. We just want to, you know what I mean? I don't know, but. That'll never happen because that's not. That's not a great way to uh, yeah, show. That's, like, yeah, that's not a good. Breaking news: <laughs> Americans break through with Senegalese people, and you can just see like someone basically just shoot the shit like, out of them. Shut the fuck up! We're gonna do it this way, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you basically just scare the shit out of them until they like are forced to like accept us. Yeah, it's an American thing to do. But yeah, so the North Sentinel Island is it's it's crazy like. Mystery. I kind of. I really want to go like just close to it. Yeah. Right? right. I know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe one day. Someone will make contact with them. Although I doubt it, man. If 2018, as recent as 2018, they killed that missionary, who I'm sure was like just the most peaceful dude. Yeah, I'm definitely sure. I'm definitely sure when he met them, like when they I'm saw sure him on he the like, was bow. Like he. He was like just, he probably was like bowing yeah, down there, like and oh. they still killed him. So, yeah. man. But um. Yeah. I think so. This has been a fun episode, a little colony episode, a col- colonial episode. You know, I have one last question to this: If oh, you were dropped ahead. on the island, just dropped, what would you do? Would you just immediately try to go to shore and swim, or would you like? It's a good question. 
I would definitely stay on the outskirts, like on the beaches. Then they could see you because you're just not in the bushes. But what, I don't know if what would make them see me in the first place. You know what I mean? Like if I just stayed because I think that they only come to the outskirts when there's like boats and yeah, stuff. Trying they probably to see you. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. What's my plan? Is my plan to like get the fuck out of there or what? Yeah, your plan is just to get the fuck out. Do you think you get the fuck out? I don't know how you could. If, if do people know you're there? Are people coming to get you, or you have to survive a certain amount of time, or yeah, you just yeah. have to just, or you're just there. No one knows you're there, and you have to figure out a way to. Not no, because I think that's stuck. That's yeah, that's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah, that's impossible. So like, you have to survive a couple of days while. Yeah, like there's like a boat coming to your island. They're like, oh. dude, someone's like radio Evan. Yeah, dude, I think I would stay. Evan, towards, we're three days out. We're three days out, Evan. Just stick it out three days. I we're think there. I would we're coming stay for you, towards, baby. like the outskirts. Obviously, I would try and find some sort of. Th- Weapon that I could like a rock or stick or something I could use. Dude, they've been training. But dude, if they're shooting bow and arrows, man, they might. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like you'd have to be like very quiet. You would like have to always look around. But I feel like they could sneak up. Yeah, maybe you could find a spot in the jungle to hide. But it's like, who knows what kind of animals or what kind of bugs, what kind of snakes, what kind. You know what I mean? Who knows what else is on there that could fucking kill you? That might be more deadly (laughs) than that fucking tribe. So I don't know. It's it's. It's crazy. That's not a good situation to be in. <laughs> no. But um, it, let us know in the comments below if you would like that game show. Yeah, right. We'll see if we can make that game show. All right. <laughs> Drop people off. Survivor, season 73, North Sentinel Island. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, you know, interesting episode. Lots of islands involved. Uh, lots, of, uh, <laughs> yeah. lots of islands and colonial people involved. Um. But yeah, I mean, Roanoke is just, it's a crazy mystery. And it's the first colony. It's history, baby. The first English colony in America. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. And it's and it's a very intriguing story. You know, it's interesting. Like, it's gone, up and gone, vanished. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a little North Sentinel Island talk, just because I think that, that stuff's really fascinating, too. And it's it's another kind of mystery that we got here. Um, so uh, what are we going to do next next week? Are, should we talk about the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, dude. I think okay. we should we should go a little ancient. We haven't gone ancient since ancient Egypt. Yeah, so yeah. We'll go back to ancient, um, and we're gonna talk about the Ark of the Covenant, um, which is just a, one of the biggest mysteries of all time. Really, yeah. I mean, it's like in the Bible, and you know what I mean. It's 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 very fascinating. Um, we're gonna talk about you know, we'll talk about the biblical aspects of it. We'll talk about what we where we think it could be right now. What you know, like evidence to this and that um some return of graham hancock's information because i really he's he's a really smart guy and he's a he's done some research into the um the arc so so yeah we'll talk about the ark of the covenant and we may or may not have a quickie next next week we'll I, see i don't think we will i think the ark of the covenant is so much information on that so but, but who knows we'll see um but yeah you know so thank you guys for listening to mystery bros uh, stay safe, you know, stay, stay quarantined, stay safe. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get at you next week. Yeah. If you're not sick, tune back in. <laughs> Either way, tune in, you know, definitely, definitely, definitely. Always <laughs> tune in. Even if you're on your deathbed on your ventilator, you, you, you need tell to him, you tell him you need to listen to the mystery. Mystery bros. But we hope that never happens. We're here. Stay safe. <laughs> Love you. Americans. Forever. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. Peace. Mystery bros. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers. Mystery Brothers.
Mystery Bros. Mystery Bros.